Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. for joining you from downtown Seattle, the Edmonton Oilers against the Kraken tonight on the Oilers radio network here on 630 Ched, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. The Oilers will hit the ice in about 22 minutes time. We will tell you this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. Special thanks to Brendan Escott for pinch hitting and hosting the show yesterday as uh, the team was uh, flying into Seattle in the mid-afternoon. We'll do the same thing in a couple of weeks ago. The only, uh, top couple of weeks from now, the only two road games for Edmonton in the first three weeks of December are both in Seattle against the crack and then they will be done with them. Edmonton beat Seattle earlier this year 5-2. Full preview of tonight's game and then at 12.35 Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers 105 for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Mark Spector and then a real interesting human interest story uh, Seattle Kraken Radio play-by-play voice Everett 
Fitzhugh, the first African-American uh, radio play-by-play man uh, to be calling games in the NHL and a guy that spent years working at his craft in the minors to get this opportunity. Uh, real interesting guy. We're going to get to that conversation coming up at 135. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The slot machines at the River Cree are now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning, non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at more than their 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to RiverCreeResort.com. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Brendan Escott is back at the 630 Chad Studios at Brendan, two E's, Escott with two T's. I'm available, Bob underscore Stoffer, and the show Twitter account closing in on about 40,000 followers, I think, now. Doing okay is at Oilers now. Top story. The Edmonton Oilers with the best winning percentage in the National Hockey League. It's 762. Top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Brendan, I'm going to bring you into this conversation right away. The top winning percentage in the league, it's interesting to me because, you know, we all watch the Oilers. We know what we're seeing. They're not a great 5v5 team in terms of puck possession. Uh, they are one of the top three rush chance teams in the National Hockey League, which should not surprise anybody because they got the likes of Connor McDavid on their team, and Zach Hyman's been a big-time addition as well. Leon Dreisettle, McDavid 1-2 in the NHL in scoring. They got the best power play in the league. But I think most of us that watch the team on a game-by-game basis realize there's lots of room to grow here. You know, they haven't had Mike Smith for... 18 of the last 21 games. They haven't had Darnell Nurse, their best defenseman, for the last five, or Duncan Keith for the last four, and now Cody Cece's out. None of the Oilers' defensemen have, you know, three of their top four, four of their top six uh, will uh, play tonight. They're all out in today's game, so the Oilers are going to go with the same D. So we're looking at this team, and the forward units aren't completely rounded out yet. There's going to be some additions as the season goes on. The D's banged up. The number one goaltender hasn't been available. So we all know they're going to have better personnel. But I'm going to ask you this. Even once they get that better personnel, are they going to have better than a 762 winning percentage? Because it's hard to have better than a 762 winning. Like, when you have the best winning percentage in the NHL, I know the guys from the Athletic today said Edmonton's only got the seventh best team, that they're not an elite team. But the fact of the matter is, they got a 762 winning percentage, and we're all looking at this going, why, you know, like if Holloway comes up maybe after uh, the Olympic break or outside chance Josh Archibald, who was their best bottom six forward, you know, if he's an option, or maybe they make an ad, and we've talked about a couple guys that might make sense, guys that are pending UFAs at forward that can maybe play in the third line somewhere, you know, maybe they get a little bit better. But I don't know if they can get, in terms of the actual end result, it's pretty hard to have better than a 762 winning percentage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think there's a lot of teams around the league right now just kind of uncertain as to what's going to separate them from the rest, right? And for me, for the Oilers, it's just proving it to themselves. And I, I agree with you, and it's nice to be, you know, almost 
watching a team win by accident, you know, win despite the warts, so that when everything does round together, you know that it's going to be for real. Well, if they, again, it's it's my belief that you're probably looking by the end of the year of at least two forwards knocking a couple of the players out of the lineup right now that are in up front. And then, you know, certainly Nurse, Keith, and CeCe, they're, they're in there, and they're in the Oilers' top four when they play. And then what happens between, I mean, Miko Koskinen's had a great year, and it would not surprise me for the record if in 17 minutes' time, and we discussed this on yesterday's show and even after the game the other night, I thought Stuart Skinner would get the call here, uh, and I think there's a chance that could happen. But Miko Koskinen's 12-2 and two with a 2.82 goals against average and a 914 save percentage. So, you know, it's funny. I think the team has a ton of room to grow. It's an exciting time. What can't be missed in all of this is they're sitting at 16 and 5 and 9 and 1 at home. You know, and the irony is you take a look at a couple of road, you know, they lost the game in Detroit and everybody's like, well, you got to, Detroit might be a little bit better than people thought. Then they lose in Buffalo. And Buffalo just sat back in a static 1-1-3, didn't forecheck, capitalized on Edmonton's opportunities. And, you know, Stuart Skinner maybe would have had, liked to have had one of those goals back in that game. And, they, and you know, 16-5 and record, they've probably had two or three stolen goaltending performances. Um, I think out of Koskinen's 13 starts that he's had, I'd say seven were above average starts this year for Edmonton. So it's just a, it's an interesting thing because I think the team is going to get better in terms of its personnel up front. They're clearly going to be battling it out with Calgary here for top spot. And if you listen to the show all offseason, we talked about the Daryl Sutter impact in Calgary and the fact that Jacob Markstrom wasn't going to have a 904 save percentage. And the Flames are just killing it in the road. they got a great road record. Not quite as good at home. Edmonton, who can entertain. The Oilers are the most exciting team in the league to watch right now. That's all there is to it. You know, I know Washington, I know Washington and Florida have really good teams that can score and Florida comes back in a bunch of games. But the Oilers are much watch TV because they've got McDavid and Drysaddle, the two best offensive players in the world. And now they got a complimentary, a very good complimentary piece like Hyman that's helping out as well. It changes things a bit. So it's going to be really interesting to see where all this goes right now. 1215 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. And again, you can text us your thoughts at, uh, 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I'm not going to hold off on the game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home list, your old home sold today, Edmonton.ca. Okay, one of Skinner or Koskinen starts again. Miko's had three straight starts. I might be looking at Stuart Skinner. He's two and three this year with a two point four four goals against average, nine twenty eight save percentage. The D is going to be the same. The owners only have six healthy defensemen right now. Chris Russell and Tyson Berry both played over twenty six minutes the other night against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. William Lagason and Evan Bouchard. Bouchard. Evan Bouchard's quietly putting up the points despite not playing on the first unit power play. And Nima Linen and Broberg were the third pairing the other night. I was surprised how much they actually played together. Uh, 11 of the forwards will be the following. McDavid, I expect, uh, and we'll see whether or not they keep them back together uh, and put uh, Hyman and Cassian with Connor McDavid. Again, and go dry settle RNH and Yamamoto and then McLeod, Fogel, and Pugliarvi. 
Ryan and Sheever are going to play, uh, Colton Sevier are going to play as well. And it's, the only question is, does Perlini get in at the expense of Tyler Benson? Uh, Perlini hasn't played a couple games, but Colton Sevier is not coming out. Again, Connor McDavid leading the NHL in assists. Uh, Drysettle leading the NHL with 20 goals. Ovechkin's at 19. Ovechkin's played three more games. Drysettle's at 41 points, but David's at 40. The order's third in the league on the power play. At, uh, check that first in the league of the power play at 35.9%. And they are third in the league in goals for 3.81. The stat du jour for the purposes of the Seattle Kraken, they have an NHL worst 874 save percentage. They signed Philip Gruber to a massive six year deal at $5.9 million per. And the irony is, uh, he's at 890 this year. He is starting tonight for Seattle against Edmonton. We're just waiting on final confirmation on whether or not Jordan Everly or Jaden Schwartz will play. They both suffered lower body injuries a couple games ago, and there's a chance they're both out. Those are the two top uh, point producers for the Seattle crack, and Yanni Gord's been pretty good since he's gotten back in 15 points in 19 games. He is with Tanev and Donskoy last game. Wenberg was with Johansson and Appleton. Another guy that's out that I have a little bit of personal interest in is Kelly Arncroke. Uh, Ken Holland drafted him with Detroit back in 2010 for six seasons with Nashville. He had 10 to 16 goals. He's a good third-line player. Uh, he can play center of the wing, and he's a pending UFA, and Seattle's position's pretty obvious as to what's going to happen. So that might be a name to remember. Maybe a guy like Cousins with uh, the Nashville Predators as well. Somebody in that price point range is a potential acquisition. A little bit dependent upon what happens with Archibald and what happens with Holloway. So that's our game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Let's get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices. Frank and his staff have... Uh, Terrific customer service that make you feel like a family. Yesterday, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network, ESPN, and future NHL uh, president had this to say on the Edmonton Oilers' ability to play and succeed uh, in tough physical matchups. As much as they have freewheelers and flywheelers on the team that are able to do things that you know no other players are able to do as consistently as, as Connor can do it or Leon can do it, it's also important to be able to embrace being able to bump, bump and skate. And sometimes you got to get bumped. You know, I played with a lot of the best offensive players in the history of the league and, and guys that are Hall of Famers. I played with Dave Andrichuk, more power play goals than anybody in the league. I played with Yarmer Yager, what, second, third all time leading point scorer in the league. I can go down the list. Vinny, you know, Vinny LeCavier, Marty St. Louis Hall of I can go down the list of these guys. And what the reason why all of them were able to have success is they were able to bump and play. Give a bump, take a bump. No big deal, especially in the postseason. So, yes, I know where the oil is coming from. And, you know, we've talked about it here on the show before about drawing calls and we don't get calls and all this stuff. All I know is, as I mentioned earlier, for every oil team that's gone deep, they're able to play any way you want. And I think that's a big part of this team now is not only the ability but the willingness to embrace what this shift gives us. What do we have on this shift? What do we have on this in this sequence? What do we have in this, in this offensive zone possession? What do we have to do? How many block shots is, is Russell going to have here in this penalty kill? All those little unsavory things, because the skill is there. The speed is there. The power play is there. The penalty kill is there. The different elements are there. But in the postseason, and I don't care what anybody tells me, I've been in this league a long time, the, the dimensions of the rink are regulation 200 by 85, 
And in the postseason, having played in the postseason, it feels like 150 by 50. <laughs> the rink shrinks. I'm telling you, the rink shrinks. And I used to hear veteran guys say that when I was younger. You young guys, wait and see. You young guys, wait and see. And we're like, holy smoke. Were they ever right? So there's less room to make plays. There's less time and space to make plays. The officials are going to let a lot more go in the postseason. And that's why if the oil can continue doing what they're doing now, they don't have to out-hit anybody on a game-by-game basis. But if they're willing to take hits and make plays, if they're willing to to you know win board battles, battle in front of their goalies in front of the net, get an unsavory goal down at the other end by out-battling that D in front of the net, good things can happen. And the more you, you can play different versions of uh, of playoff type hockey during the regular season the more natural it becomes and then you just go into the tool bag come the play playoffs hey guys this is a low scoring one and this one out we've got it boys we might need five penalty kills to eke this one out on the road in the postseason because there's nothing in the world like the stanley cup playoffs and i've got friends in every league there's nothing in the world like the stanley cup playoffs that's Kevin Weeks, who's uh, joining us every Thursday, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack here on Oilers Now. He was on yesterday's edition of the show with Brendan Escott. And again, uh, I think the Oilers forward uh, lines will be improved as the season goes on. I think that's inevitable. I think we're looking at at least two players coming in. Now, I guess I'm counting on Dylan Holloway. Uh, by the end of the year, being one of those guys spending some time down in the minors, a little bit leery because he's coming off a wrist injury, and sometimes players take a while to come back from those. We're even seeing that a little bit, obviously, with Elias Pettersson and the Vancouver Canucks, and I'm not comparing Holloway offensively to Pettersson, uh, but Holloway can skate, he's physical, and I think the Oilers are going to find a way to get another bottom six guy that can play in multiple different situations. Uh, and Josh Archibald... Um, could potentially still, I don't know what degree he has of the myocarditis. I'm told there are different levels of it that can affect athletes. It, to me, it's still a, a very uh, fluid situation in terms of a potential return. Should mention just the other night, the third period for Edmonton against Pittsburgh when the Oilers outscored the Penguins. Uh, Edmonton and Steve Tippett went to the following lines. Connor McDavid with Zach Hyman and Kyler Yamamoto. Edmonton had Leon Drysaddle centering Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Yessa Pugliarvi. Ryan McLeod with Warren Fogle and Zach Cassian. Those could be the actual three lines that we'll see to start the game tonight. We'll know in probably uh, eight or nine minutes. And I and, and again, uh, I don't think Terrace is coming in because I don't think Colton Sevier is coming out. I do think there's a chance Perlini goes in for uh, Tyler Benson. And the D, there's no options. It's going to be Russell with Barry Legison, Bouchard, Niemelainen, and Broberg. And Got to, uh, you know, with, with Miko Koskin and what we've seen is he can't start four or five games in a row. He started three in a row. He's given him two pretty good starts here. It wouldn't surprise me if Skinner's back in between the pipes uh, today against the uh, Seattle Kraken. It is 12:23 at Edmonton. We're going to head off to a quick timeout, and when we come back, we'll set up the rest of the. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hockey World and NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer joining you from Seattle. This is Oilers Now.
Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, quickly into the Ashley Fine Floors text line here at 1225. Roland says, Miko Koskinen is number one in winning percentage in the whole NHL. What more can you ask from your backup goaltender? Oh, he's had a good start. There's no question. I mean, he's been everything you can ask for and more, and I we talked about it. Just as we knew Jacob Markstrom was going to go up from 904 in Calgary, I think most of us felt 899 last year for Miko, especially once we it was public about, and again, not everything needs to be shared all the time. We didn't travel last year uh, with the team. I can't imagine what it would like to have to come in and quarantine for two weeks, coming back into Canada, not seeing your family just before Christmas, and then boom, Mike Smith gets hurt, and suddenly Miko has to start 12 of the first 13 games. I, I don't think he ever really recovered from that last year, but he's done an awesome job this year for the Edmonton Oilers. Bob, uh, Kevin Weeks clearly never watched Oilers. He said the Oilers uh, were, uh, from the start of the game, the better team against Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh taught Edmonton a lesson in the first two periods. The Oilers had very few players that won puck battles. Um, the Penguins were frankly quite unlucky not to have been leading by one or two goals in that game after two. And the Oilers turned it on in the third and they killed them on the counter strike. There you go. Tyson says, Bob, still having a hard time understanding why Jesse's on the third line. Um, what What is Tip's thoughts on this? Well, again, he finished up in the second line in the last game. He finished the game playing with Nugent Hopkins and Drysaddle. We'll see if he returns to that spot again tonight in Seattle. And keep texting us at 780-496-0063. And uh, we are going to go into NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here is Brendan Escott. Four other games in the NHL tonight. Winnipeg is hosting New Jersey before Calgary completes two games in as many nights. They get the Ducks in Anaheim after knocking off LA last night. Uh, Oilers and Kraken an 8pm puck drop on 6.30 Chet. Montreal's new VP of Hockey Operations, Jeff Gordon, gave uh, head coach Dominique Ducharme his vote of confidence at least through the end of this season and then Gordon added that they expect to have a general manager in place after Christmas. Bakersfield Condors uh, weekend action is postponed as the team deals with some COVID cases there. Medicine Hat Tigers in town to face the Oil Kings at Rogers Place tonight. Tomorrow night is the 14th annual Teddy Bear Toss, the Moose Jaw Warriors in town. Edmonton 16-4-3 on the season, sitting atop the Central Division. And the U of A Golden Bears, Bob, they kick off a home-and-home with the McEwen University Griffins this weekend. Starts at the Downtown Community Arena tonight. The Alberta Golden Bears are ranked number three in the country. The Edmonton Oil Kings are ranked number four in major junior hockey. And the Edmonton Oilers have the best winning percentage in the NHL. It's a good time if you're a hockey fan in this city. Uh, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for mid-city construction, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers from Seattle. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.